I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at Deseret News. And if you missed any of our conversations today, uh, Scott Rasmussen had some great insight into the thinking across the country as it relates to the presidential race and what's going on there. And if you missed our last segment with Joseph Grenny, uh, that one's worth going back and bookmarking and going over and over and over again. Of course, you can do that either on the KSL News Radio app, powered by Any Hour Services, or of course, you can do that on our website. Uh, we'll have that podcast up here shortly. And as we round out our, our conversations about the debate, which I think we all agree uh, we're already exhausted of, I think everyone was uh, exhausted just a, a few moments into that. And a lot of people have tried to describe this first debate between President Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden. And it it was really interesting last night. A lot of adjectives just failed. (laughs) And actually, there were a lot of pejoratives that did prevail last night in the analysis uh, after just uh, an amazing, I don't know, even know what you call it. And that's the hard thing. Sometimes, you know, when it's impossible to describe what something is, it's easier to outline what it is not. And so let's do that for a minute. So during and after the debate last night, uh, my text messages were lit up. Uh, comments and questions from from my colleagues, from friends, sources around the country, uh, beyond the easy stuff, the, the hot mess, dumpster fire, train wreck kind of stuff. Most of the people I connected with last night really didn't know what to say. It was no words, at a loss. So let's begin with an understanding of what this event, again, this event was billed and sold to us as a presidential debate. So let's focus on what it was not and what wasn't on display in a really important contest to become the leader of the free world. Uh, One of my colleagues early this morning uh, said this, there was not a hint of accountability, empathy, humility, vision, or influence, not to mention integrity or respect. And that may be the perfect non-description or the perfect description of what wasn't last night. It lacked all of those things. The night lacked so many things, so many significant elements that might have actually, uh, it maybe it created a black hole, at least a political black hole in our national galaxy, to be sure. This was not a display of statesmanship. There wasn't even a hint of leadership in the room. Uh, Steve Jobs once described what uh, we often look to in leadership, what that looks like, what that feels like. He said management is about persuading people to do the things they don't want to do. 
while leadership is about inspiring people to do the things they never thought they could. I love that. Uh, The American people are starving for a leader to inspire them to do things they never thought they could. And we have a lot of things that need to be done that are going to require that kind of vision and passion and commitment. But nobody that I know of, no one who watched the contest last night came away feeling inspired. There wasn't any wit or wisdom. We often see that in presidential debates. Not a single uplifting, memorable quote to raise the sights of the people. There was nothing that restored hope or anything that was even remotely close to being a clarion call, a sounded unity and coming together and Americans rising up. It wasn't there. Uh, there wasn't even any, you know, lighthearted stuff. No camaraderie that, you know, makes the American political system tolerable uh, and even a little bit memorable. No one even attempted uh, the proper deployment of humor to diffuse an intense situation or a, a tough, angry question. There was no Reagan Mondale quip about age. There wasn't a, a poignant uh, Benson Quail exchange about uh, comparisons to uh, John F. Kennedy. And no one could even summon a moment of silence like George W. Bush did. You may remember when Al Gore invaded his personal space. And rather than reacting with contempt and anger and hostility, George W. Bush just looked over, paused his answer, gave him a smirk, and went back at it. Could you imagine last night if anyone had just paused for a moment of silence or smiled or nodded? Interesting. Uh, There wasn't a snowball's chance in that uh, hot mess dumpster fire uh, for any exchanges about policy or about philosophical differences or vision for the future of the country because there was no oxygen in the room. Contempt, ego, hubris consumed the time and space. And from my perspective, anyway, it left the American people with nothing, absolutely nothing. And I have to confess, I was a little hopeful going into this. I'd hoped that the format and a single moderator in Chris Wallace would lead to a better discussion to get to those important second and third level questions, curiosity questions like Joseph Grinney just described to us. None of that happened. There was nothing. A lack of listening, a lack of restraint. Again, all of those were things that weren't there. They were missing. And even the meaningful conversations, the topics that moderator Chris Wallace raised uh, didn't get to anything. This was not finest hour moments for American politics, nor was it for us as citizens. So there's a lot of woulda, coulda, shouldas in there. Many thought this debate would have a chance to elevate the dialogue and a spirited discussion in the midst of a pandemic and economic recession and civil unrest. It could have been a moment where voters, voters learned about these candidates what guides their decisions, what they would deliver for the citizens. It should have been an opportunity to show the world how our republic goes about choosing a leader. Woulda, coulda, shoulda, but it wasn't. So what do we do? To me, this is just round one of something we've lost. Round one's over, no winner, 320 million Americans lost. And so what do we do? Uh, We've got to reject this stuff. The reason it's there is because we've accepted it. We've allowed it to work. So we have to remember uh, this particular debate. And I think this debate should be remembered or maybe more fittingly should be forgotten for all 
that it wasn't for all that it was not. And then we got to remember this. This is a we the people issue. The American people are the only ones. We are the only ones who can demand better, expect more about what a debate is. And only we the people can create a more perfect union for what is and what could yet be in the United States of America. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on KSL's Inside Sources today. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.